Room Full of Teeth is going to be in South Florida next Sunday afternoon at 1230 on Miami Beach at the Faena Theater. Brad Wells of Room Full of Teeth is here, as well as Diego Gutierrez to tell us about the event. Brad, I'll start with you. What is Room Full of Teeth? Uh, Room Full of Teeth is a vocal ensemble that is dedicated to expanding our idea of what singing is, how how singing is done, and and all the ways that singing can be beautiful in new music. How big is the band? We always perform with eight singers. Sometimes I conduct. I don't think I'm going to be conducting on this show. We pull from a, of a, a roster of about 14 singers, but it's always eight who perform. Where are you located? We're located everywhere. <laughs> There's no real home base. Uh, the singers are from all over the country. When did the band start? 2009. And, and what was the reason? The reason was really to, to answer a question that I'd been thinking about for a number of years, which was, in one group of singers, could a kind of expansive approach to singing be embodied in which not only do they have impressive classical singing skills, but they gain other skill sets, including yodeling and belting, and overtone singing, and through study with a lot of different masters of singing from around the world, expand this this template of singing colors and techniques and expressions, and then commission new music to see if composers would respond to that kind of orchestra of vocal sounds in one group. We started in 2009. Uh, I auditioned a bunch of singers in New York and in the Northeast, brought in a couple of commissioned composers, brought in a, a yodeling master, a, some tuban throat singers, and a, um, a belt coach whom I had befriended, and, and we were off and running. We did a concert two weeks later, and we haven't stopped. Brad Wells of Room Full of Teeth, and who came up with the name? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great name. What, what is your background in music? I'm a singer, choral conductor, composer. I, I teach at a um, liberal arts college in the Northeast, Williams College. Um, I have degrees in conducting, uh, but I've always been a singer and a composer as well. Would, would you call your music a cappella? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think these days when, when people say it's a cappella, they often think of kind of college a cappella, which is mostly arrangements of popular songs where a lot of the voices will imitate instruments. Um, and it can be quite beautiful and, and fun, often very fun. But it's, it's typically not terribly original. They're not coming up with sort of new languages of music and new works from whole cloth. So in that sense, we're not a cappella. But we're definitely a cappella and that, that probably 90%, if not 95 or higher percentage of the music we perform is voices only. You're kind of admitting that you're not as much fun as a cappella. <laughs> you know, it's all it's all a matter of taste. I totally think we're as much fun as a cappella is just a different type of fun. We'll play a piece from Roomful of Teeth in a while. Brad Wells from Roomful of Teeth are going to be in South Florida next Sunday afternoon. Uh, actually, the event starts with a brunch at 10:30 and a concert at 12:30 at the Faena Theater on Miami Beach. That's 32nd Street and Collins Avenue. Also in the studio is Diego Gutierrez, and he's also involved in this event. Uh, uh, Brad, do you know Diego? 
We've never met. I've just seen his artwork online. Diego, what is your involvement with this uh, event next Sunday? Well, I'm a resident at New Light Arts. And um, um, the event is kind of like a collaboration between Ulites and Illuminarts. Those are two South Florida arts organizations? Yeah. And I'm currently going to have a show over at the Ulites Arts Gallery. Um, and they were looking to figure out a way of how to collaborate music with art so that people can just experience art in a new type of way. Is it a piece of art that you've already created, Diego? Yeah, yeah. All the art is for the, the show that I'm going to have. Amanda from Illuminarts came over and wanted to have like a conversation and find out more about my art. And we got into a really interesting conversation about uh, the process of making, of creating. And she was really interested in that. And she, she thought that Roomful of Teeth would make a perfect fit for those two <laughs> things. Yeah, I assume you've never had a soundtrack to your art. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I mean, I listen to music while I'm making art, but no. What what kind of music do you visualize when you look at your art? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, it's different. Like, every time I listen to music, you can always, like, think about, like, a certain time in, in your life. In a way, that becomes, like, a soundtrack. But when it comes to my to my art, I don't know. I, I don't really have, like, a soundtrack to it. <laughs> Diego Gutierrez, you're you're an artist now living in South Florida, but you're from L.A. and New York. Yeah, and uh, Chicago. And Chicago. Yeah. And you're living as a full-time artist here in South Florida. Yeah, yeah, I am. Well, yeah, I'm also teaching. Oh, okay. <laughs> I teach painting. You teach painting. Well, that's like full-time artist. Yeah. We don't. Well, this is radio, so can you describe the kind of art that Roomful of Teeth is going to uh, put music to? Sure. The kind, the type of art is paintings, um, uh, and it's really a breakdown of what painting is and how I see painting um, uh, functioning. For me, it's about the material and also how the painting is built and put together. So what you'll be seeing is a lot of play with surface, a lot of adaptation that I am incorporating, like the materials that are around me. Sometimes these materials are found, like if I need like a certain color and the paint isn't working for me, maybe I'll just rip some paper that I see from a magazine, things like that. It's, it's abstract art. Uh, it's a little bit of both. You can, you can tell some parts are representational, so you can make out of what it is, but some parts are definitely abstract. Diego Gutierrez, his uh, art show is going to be, uh, uh, be put to music next Sunday afternoon by Roomful of Teeth. Brad Wells of Roomful of Teeth. Brad, does that sound like something musical to you? Absolutely. When Amanda sort of asked the question how, how we might engage with Diego's art, and I started looking at his portfolio, I immediately could imagine collaborating with it. It's, it's colorful, there's great energy, um, there's humor, there's, there's depth. And it does strike this balance between a sort of open-ended abstract where you can really get lost in the picture, but also some things to kind of hold on to, as, as Diego was saying, more representational things. Have you already prepared a piece for next week? No, I, I have an, an idea for a structure, um, but we'll take we'll take some time beforehand, and, and I'm hoping to get Diego in the room, too, um, to help with that. And so uh, is, is a lot of your uh, singing improvisational? Actually, most of it is not. But, but we do occasionally drop into improvisational segments and pieces. And I'm imagining a kind of structured improvisation 
possibly with some text, using the, the images as scores instead of notation as scores, the singers will look at the images on their iPads and will work out a musical performance based on how we're reading those scores. This sounds rather unique. You've done this before? A little bit. It's kind of a new thing. I mean, okay. We've done responses to artwork before. Brad Wells of Roomful of Teeth here in the studio is Diego Gutierrez, and they'll both be at the Illuminarts and Oolite Arts collaboration next Sunday. Brunch is, uh, starts at 10.30. Concert is at 12.30, a $15 concert at Fayina Theater, 32nd Street and Collins Avenue on Miami Beach. Thank you, Diego, for coming to the studio. And, Brad, I'm going to play a sample of some of Roomful of Teeth's music. This, uh, this, this piece is an award-winning piece, correct? That's correct. It won the Pulitzer Prize in 2012. That's, that's not a Grammy, but it's a pretty good prize. Um, <laughs> Well, the, the, we did win a Grammy for the album that it's on. <laughs> how How is it you won a Pulitzer for, with it? Uh, Caroline Shaw, who's one of the singers in the group, wrote it for the group, um, and she won won the Pulitzer in music. And Caroline's going to be here singing with the group? Caroline, unfortunately, is. I don't think she's going to be on this trip. Well, let's finally listen to A Room Full of Teeth. This is the award-winning Pasacalia. Would you call this an original, contemporary, classical piece? I'd say original, classical piece. Yep, new, yep, new music, new classical. I, there's, there's no, there's no great name for the genre. But so, so that's what's confusing. I listened to it. It seems, it doesn't seem to fit any genre. I guess it's closer to classical. It's all voices. That's right. I mean, there's, there's certainly a lot of classical music, sort of older classical music that's only voices. We tend to hear that in churches or, you know, chamber music for choirs. But yeah, some friends of ours uh, are now use a term called post-genre music. Who knows if people have opinions about terminology around categorizing music. But I think I, the sense feels right. It doesn't really fit any category. And why does it need to? If it, it does connect with audiences, it does. It has moved audiences for a number of years call it cereal box soup that's that's fine has anyone accused it of being challenging i i think there are people who don't get it uh but i i think for people who listen to contemporary music our music for the most part is not challenging um every now and then there are pieces that are and there are people whose ears they, they might hold to certain types of music more and be less open to others and that's that's fine and and that's where it might might be challenging but i think anybody that comes with any any hint of openness loves this this piece and and tends to love our our music i have one more question what is 86 87 88 points located oh that's a good question the piece was in part inspired by saul lewitt a painting or drawing. I'm, I, I'm not sure what the category is, but Saul Lewitt is this conceptual artist who would, instead of painting his own paintings, he would uh, basically, like a, a recipe, uh, make instructions for others if they wanted to make his piece of art. So he might say, from you know a point halfway down the left side of the of the wall draw a line in a red marker over to a point halfway down the right side of the wall, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And Caroline found one of his artworks in the museum where we do our summer residencies and, and was so inspired by this notion of kind of visual artist as composer in a way um, that she used some of the text of one of his artworks, some of the directions actually in her piece. Brad, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Diego, thank you. Let's listen to Pasacalia. Bye. 